Introducing the Intuitive Hour, Awaken Your Inner Voice, with psychic medium, author, and intuitive life coach, Michelle Beltran. The Intuitive Hour will empower you to learn how to magnify the powers of your intuitive voice. Listen in and expand your understanding of what it means to be psychic and how to awaken, amplify, and trust your inner voice. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome. I'm very excited that you're here. Happy to be with you for another Monday of the Intuitive Hour. Awaken your inner voice. I'm your host, Michelle Beltran. All right, today we're talking about reclaiming your voice. Um, quite often ask the most important must-haves to bring in the most empowered life. So today I'd like to share a few of those very powerful tools that I think will help you reclaim your voice. They've transformed my own life, and I trust they'll be of value to you as well. Each of the points we talk about today, let them be avenues to swiftly and easily guide you to a higher vibrational space at necessary points in your day. And please do remember, consistency is the key. You want to make these tools like the air you breathe or the water you drink. They are deep nourishment for your soul self. All right, so first and foremost, ask yourself what you want. This might require you to really dig down deep to discern this. That's just fine. As you settle into discerning your wants, raise your expectations and ambitions of yourself. Finding and then honoring what you want is the most powerful act of self-love you could step into to bring the richest life experience to you. If you're having a hard time finding out what you want, that's all right. Try asking yourself, what is the next level for me in this area of my life? And fill in that blank. Put your hand on your heart. Reach deep inside your soul self and ask those bigger questions. What is my calling? What makes me grin ear to ear? What moves me from deep within? Who am I? What do I stand for? Most important, be mindful of false influences or concerns about what people think of you as you set forth in achieving your desires. The limitations of those around you and others are not your own. You came to live your life. If you're living according to the thoughts, beliefs, and or expectations of others, then you're having a relationship with society and not yourself. One final little piece of information here, one final nugget. You don't get to say, I'm not ready for my dream desire. The time is now. No more putting it off. I'd like to share a, a brief story around this issue regarding my own life. Years ago, while at the Olympic Training Center in Colorado, amidst, amidst a number of other professional cyclists in, in, in 
a cycling career, I sat in the company of U.S. former Olympian Mari Holden, a co-racer of sorts, racing in the pro peloton at that time. I was at a very stuck point in my cycling career, and I wanted so much more. I had a deep desire to race overseas in Europe, where the competition was extreme. The most difficult terrain amongst the most talented professional racers on the planet. Yet I had only been racing a few years. So my mind space was, who in the world was I to think I could embark on such a task, such a task so early in my career? My own silly mind chatter about perfect timing would would say this to me. I would think these thoughts. This was an endeavor for the veteran, I would tell myself. So mustering up some courage, I shared my quandary with Mari. And with absolute delight and surprise, Mari said to me, Go. Go now. She felt deeply that if it was a desire in my heart right now to go to Europe, I must honor that desire. That passion made it the right time. So I gave myself permission to pursue this deep desire and within just weeks received an invitation to race at the Giro Italia, the most prestigious cycling tour in the world, something I had previously dreamed of. So in my allowing of the now, the opportunity presented. Set your expectations, set them high, and then the opportunity will come. And when it comes, you too can make it safe to go now. All right, let's talk a little bit about releasing blocks and beliefs about past outcomes. In cycling, when a rider is off the front, a phrase we use in the peloton, they are in a winning position to hopefully cross the finish line first. I remember that my coach said to me once, while in this situation, to never look back at the competition. If you're off the front, never look back. He meant that even to give those behind you attention would be to invite them to catch you. Your energy was worried looking back. In so doing, you brought them forward. You assisted them in bringing you forward. I have found that uh, that advice, though, to be really valuable in most as- aspects of, of life. Looking back only slows us down. Looking ahead is the way we succeed. An interesting experience or life experience to help me come to this awareness So with that, I would say to you, do past experiences affect your forward momentum? Are you feeling at peace with your choices? Do you feel like you're second-guessing yourself regarding a decision or choice you made about your life to the extent that it hinders your wants and desires? Do you feel like a choice you've made was a mistake? How do we take past experiences that we've labeled as seeming mistakes or bad choices and view them through the lens of necessary, positive, and even divinely brought 
so that we can reclaim ourselves. All right, here's a few steps for you to consider your true voice and release that critical voice. Consider the question, whose idea was it that it was a bad choice or a mistake? Do you really believe this was a bad choice or did someone tell you it was? Take a moment now to think of a time when you or someone you know made a choice and despite the opinions of naysayers, stuck with it. In essence, they trusted their own gut and the choice subsequently turned out perfectly fine or even better than fine. The lesson here, perhaps, is that there will always be someone who will say things should have been different. Resist accepting someone else's darker cloak about the choice unless you believe that too. Next, was this the best choice you could have made at this time? There is a good chance that it was. Consider the choice of marriage at an early age that didn't last. Often a 20-year-old doesn't know what they might at 40 years old. Regardless, we always do the best we can at each juncture in our lives. What's more, you know your choice was the best one you could have made because it was the choice you made at that time. A Course in Miracles teaches us that your choices are honorable because they're your own. Love yourself to the extent that even if it was not the best choice, it was your choice. There is no shame in putting your best foot forward even if you feel you somehow fell a bit short. You gave it your best shot in the moment with what you had. Find peace with that knowing. Finally, shift your perspective and find the ways the choice became a win. Consider the good that has or might come about as a result of the choice. Even if you thought it was a minus at the time, even if you thought it was a mistake at the time, ask yourself how you can turn it into a plus now. Maybe you grew from this. Nothing is entirely bad. In all good, there is bad. And in all bad, there is good. Have a little fun and reframe the experience, perhaps. Extrapolate what good came of it or what good may come of it going forward and consider asking yourself if there's any possible way this can work in my favor. All right, a few more final points I'd like to make on today's topic of reclaiming your voice. Connecting to your soul self with the mantra. If you're feeling lost or not sure what to do about a particular issue, or perhaps there's a challenge of some kind at work or with family you're unsure how to resolve, or maybe you just desire a pick-me-up in the moment, a mantra is an excellent tool to help you find your balance 
I would ask you to consider creating a space for a few moments of silence and just go within. Quiet your mind and repeat that mantra. I like to use the mantra all as well. I am loved. I am perfect as I am. Consider this or perhaps another of your own. Remember that meditation is essential to connect you to your infinite self. It is a part of my daily life. I hope that you'll make it a part of yours. Accessing your higher self brings the guidance you seek. It brings me the guidance I seek. (laughs) With it comes newfound inspiration, and you'll find yourself harnessing those aspects of yourself that you rarely use. Most importantly, as you connect to your higher self, you become happier. All right, you and your heart chakra, let's talk about that for a moment. When you notice feelings of overwhelm and stress, when you feel pulled in many directions, or perhaps there's a tough decision uh, presenting for you, or several all at once, make time to go into this heart space. Go right there now. Be with your heart. Put your hand on your heart. Your heart space is the captain of affinity. It is the center of your deepest feeling self, far beyond just an anatomical organ that pumps blood, of course. Here is where you find ultimate peace, love, and light. Tune into it often. In a meditative space, I find it helpful helpful to breathe deep for several minutes as I tune into this heart chakra and affinity center. I travel in behind this heart space. This is where our unique soul signature is. You connect to this space very quickly and easily by just putting your attention here, as I've mentioned. You might try putting your hand on your heart. Also, put your intention here. Breathe in and breathe out with your soul signature from here for a few minutes. On the heels of this connection, this deeper connection with that soul signature in you, you'll feel revived, calm, and able to tackle any challenge. Use this heart space centering tool regularly, daily if you need to, to link with the source of your deepest awareness in its purest form. All right, one last thought on appreciation. I start my day with this and I end my day with this. Consider doing the same. You might imagine a golden divine ball of love and grace over your head. Fill this divine ball of energy with every bit of pure goodness that you can imagine. Fill it with happiness, freedom, peace of mind, joy, forgiveness, or even productive project energy. Add in all that you appreciate in life and anything else your heart can imagine. Envision this beautiful, glowing ball of wonderful energy grow bigger and bigger. 
as you add in each bit of appreciation and blessing. Then reach up and poke a hole in the bottom of this wonderful bubble and let the powerful energy of it ooze down into your body, through the top of your head, into every aspect of your body, all your limbs, down into your feet. Let it lovingly and warmly embrace all of you. Use this blessing-filled bubble of light and love often. Remember, you're the creator of your life. Life is not happening to you. Life is happening for you and with you. The beautiful thing is that while each of these tools creates rich and instant change in your day, others vicariously receive inspiration from you, now inspiring change they're needing in their day as well. All right, everyone, we will bring this episode to a close. We've talked about reclaiming your voice. Please do reach out for any comments or questions about today's episode or others at mbeltran at michellebeltran.com. I look forward to seeing you all next week. Thanks for listening to the Intuitive Hour. If you're inspired to take your intuitive development to the next step, be sure to enroll in Michelle's newly released Kickstart Your Intuition e-course at michellebeltran.com.